0: Dear listeners, Sai Ram, we now bring you Vahini Satsang. Today's episode was first aired on the 28th December 2017 as part of Thursday live programs on Asia Stream of Radio Sai. This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai.
1: Saram, dear listeners, and welcome once again to Vahini Satsang. Today we are continuing the 16th chapter of Prema Vahini, and Bhagwan has blessed that we have Professor Venkatraman again with us. In the previous chapter of Prema Vahini, Bhagwan was mentioning about Samskaras and the 16th chapter also is an elaboration of the same concept. In fact, Bhagwan goes in detail to explain what it is and how to deal with it and how should one prepare one's life for it. So let me now play for you the first segment of chapter 16.
2: మానవుడు జీవితమును వ్యాపారమును జరుపుతు సంస్కారములను సంపదను మాత్రమే కొడబెట్టును ఒక వ్యాపారస్తుడు రోజు వారము నెల సంవత్సరము వీటిని అనుసరించి జమ ఖర్చులు చివరకు లాభము నష్టము ఒక అంకితో తేల్చినట్టే జీవిత వ్యాపారమును తెలుసుకొనవలెను అనేక సంస్కారములు జమపట్టి పెరిగి పెరిగి కడకు తి స్వల్పమే జీవితపు తుది గడియల ఆ స్వల్పమే జ్ఞప్తి యందుంచుకొనను జన్మ చేసిన పనులను స్మరణకు తెచ్చుకున్న ముఖ్యమైన ఏ మూడు విషయములో కనబడను ఇవియే జీవితమునకు అంతకు ఆధారం అయితే తాను కర్మలు పొందిన జ్ఞాన అనుభవములు దీని కాదు వాటిపని వేలకొలది రూపాయలు పెట్టినా అందులో కొన్నివేలు నష్టమే వచ్చినా వాని గుండె జల్లుమనును కొన్నివేల రూపాయలు ఆదాయమే ప్రాప్틴చినా హృదయం చిందులు Jivita as
0: man goes through the business of life what he ultimately accumulates is samskaras a merchant at the end of a week Or month or year calculates his debit and credit to arrive at the net figure which gives him his total earnings. It is the same with the business of life too. At the very end of life it is the small quantity of experiences that come to one's memory. Those that persist to the very last moment, the two or three that wells up into one's consciousness when one recalls all that has happened in life are the real sustainers, the genuine achievements. This does not mean that all other acts, knowledge and experiences have been a waste. Forgetting them only means that their work has been accomplished and their value realized. When business is done with thousands of rupees, one's heart freezes if a loss of a few thousands is sustained and it leaps in joy if a few thousands are gained such is the story of the business of life so
1: i think so many people in today's world are familiar with the business of business the business of their professions the business of their art the business of their craft but here Bhagavan is sharing with us the business of life. And in fact, uh, as I was uh, listening to this, one uh, story that Bhagwan narrates uh, came to my mind. Bhagawan uh, was mentioning about uh, the best friend in one's life. And Swami said that uh, this person had three friends and uh, so he had taken to bad ways and uh, consequently he had to face a court case so he went and asked his first friend for help and the first friend said that you know he will not want to associate himself with all the uh, crimes that he has committed. He goes to the second friend and the second friend says, okay, I will come up to the court, but I will not go anything further. I will not be a witness mm. in the witness box. And then finally he goes to the third friend and the third friend says, yes, your troubles are mine and I'll be there till the end with you. So Bhagwan gives this example and Swami says, the first friend is the wealth and status you know, so, they are, they will not, they will all just fall away, when, uh, at the time of reckoning, the second friend, Swami says, is, your family and friends, they will come, only up to, a certain point, mm-hmm. and Swami says, the final, the third friend, is, your good and bad deeds, and they, they are what remain with you, after, your journey has come to an end, so, I know there is, something that, uh, Bhagwan is mentioning here, uh, uh, which co- correlates to the story that he has mentioned but I know there is much more to it and sir can share uh, his insights on this please yes so sir
3: you are tossing the ball
1: <laughs> well we have to listen to you before we can
3: the way you say it it, it looks like an ordeal <laughs> you have to say <laughs> come on man give me a break you see we are looking at one paragraph of one chapter <laughs> But uh, we we have to look at it somewhat differently in terms of the philosophy of Premavahini. The fact is um, that um, uh, we go through many lives. So, it is like going through many experiences in a long life, one life. There is credit and debit and so on. We, When we are born, we have no memory of the previous things. We just know we exist and we say this is all that is connected with me. And we have no idea of where you are going. But the past influences the present and present influences the future. Right. That is always so. Even if you take astrophysics or geophysics and so on, the, that continuity is even more present in human lives because it is connected with spiritual currents and flow. So, when we, this volume is called Premavayani and the m- main idea is that you must carry um, yourself across the flow of love. From love you are born to love you must go. That is the sort of lesson we have to learn across the chapters. Next I come to... Uh, the moment when a person gives up his life. There is an old saying that uh, when many of the remarks made this, it's like this L- supposing there is a movie taken of our life from birth to death, and that movie is stored here in the mind. At the last moment, you will get flashes across your mind. And it'll go at ten thousand times the speed of our life, or maybe even more. And things will happen; all sorts of thoughts will come to you. And the tradition, traditional belief was that whatever is the frame you see mm-hmm. when you take your last breath, that will determine your next this thing. Your next birth. Birth. And uh, in this context, in Chapter 8, 13th sloka, Krishna says, "...whosoever departs the body chanting Om and thinking of Me, he attains the Supreme." Simply put, if you remember Me in your last moment, you will come with speed to Me. But then, that is alright in the spiritual satsang session and all that. If you take the real world, things can be very different. So, we have to realize how to interpret all this in daily life. For example, I think it was the 6th of August, I don't know whether 5th or 6th, 1945. The first atom was dro- bomb was dropped. And uh, they had 2 or 3 targets depending on the weather. So, at the last minute, they were t- asked to go to Hiroshima. <clears throat> that was only in the list. Oh, that's interesting to know. They had two, three targets. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> it depends on the weather and things like that. Oh my God. Uh, if, if they can't see the place, mm. then they, they can go and drop it somewhere because they didn't have such precise navigational okay. equipment. Either. Mm. We are talking of 1945, that's 70 years ago. So, there was a place called Ground Zero. I have been to the town Zero because there a conservatory, music conservatory. It still survived because it had everything was blown off. It was made of steel, and that right. is still what? And uh, the bomb was asked uh, arranged to explode about something like seven hundred meters above ground. Mm-hmm. That is because of the shock wave, and then a fireball came. That fireball temperature was eight thousand degrees centigrade. That is 2,000 degrees centigrade greater than the temperature of the surface of the sun. Wow. Surface of the sun is about 6,000 (laughs) degrees centigrade. 8,000. If you are somewhere there, there was no way of thinking. (laughs) There was no way of seeing this movie or anything. So, somebody can say, what's all this nonsense? It's not nonsense, but it is a practicality. At the same time, what is being said here in chapter 8, sloka 13 is also a meaningful fact which must be taken in the context of her entire life. And so, the answer to that is, if you are leaving, you see right now, at, let us say at the moment the bomb exploded, a man was trying to cross the road. So, he would be thinking of crossing the road safely and so mm. on. You know, you are not thinking of God, nothing. Hmm. So, you can can say all this doesn't have any relevance. the relevance comes from what Krishna says. If you have always been thinking of me, working for me and acting in this, even if you don't remember, all that you have done, I'll take into account and I'll take cross you over. Now, in your cell phone, there is some background work always going on. We don't know about this housekeeping and so on. That consumes a lot of power. And even in our desktop, it, it goes on, housekeeping and so on. And if you have been running your life, thinking of me all the time, automatically, this can happen. This It will come to you. And that was proved in the, in the life of Gandhi. He said at one point, I am chanting the name, all the time. It is going on inside me like a clock working. The clock is not aware. (laughs) We are not aware it is working. We just see the time and leave it at that. So, that was because he had a one-pointed focus on leading a life of dharma. So, that is one of the messages we must uh, keep in mind. The other thing is, (laughs) in fact, uh, as uh, govindam, he says yes. and then he says bajagovindam bajagovindam must be by act thought yes. <laughs> beyond words and so on the spirit of bajagovindam and then sami <clears throat> also says says Yes. The long and long and short of it is the best friends are God. <laughs> it's God yes. because yes. any other guy comes with a, what you call agenda yes. or whatever yes. it is. So, we have to keep that in mind and lead a good life. And that does not mean a life which is devoid of what I call any meaningful activity lot of people say, I am doing puja and so on and so forth. That is not enough. You can't stay there. That take that and say, I have to do puja today so I won't go to office this, that. That is not a correct way of looking at it. <laughs> the value of your life is determined by how much you have helped others. And that is what is important. And I'll add just one more thing because I mentioned the atom bomb. This year, the Nobel Prize for Peace was awarded to a group which said, we must abolish nuclear weapons. But they invited for that function a lady, a Japanese lady, mm-hmm. who was 13-year-old at that time. And I was also 13-year-old on that time.
4: When the bomb was dropped?
3: Yes, mm-hmm. I was watching a cricket match in Karachi. Suddenly, mm-hmm. everybody was saying, see, there 8 o'clock was about 11 o'clock in India, the mm-hmm. Karachi. Uh, the police commissioner they said something, somewhere in radio or somewhere they heard. We mm-hmm. he didn't have transistor radio and all that. And uh, It was only later I understood what happened. This lady was uh, somewhere. She The whole school, school building collapsed. With difficulty, she came out. And uh, most of her classmates were dead. Two others came out. They, this was at the edge of the zone. They were not close to this. But they were all bleeding and all that. And then, there was a stream nearby. <coughs> and they dipped a cloth in the water. And they would come and everybody who was dying, they would say, I want water. They just applied the cloth to their lips. Mm. And the whole day she was doing. BBC interviewed her. She talked very movingly. She now lives in Toronto. She is a Canadian citizen. And she says, I will go on talking about this. And uh, when you hear it, it is frightening. I mean, even in the, under those conditions, they tried to help. They knew it is of no use. But how could we leave them? I have seen the entire museum and it is frightening. But Duttik was nothing compared to this lady who was there. He said, why are we still having the bomb? It made a very powerful impact. And therein lies the fight between the mind and the illusions that try to capture the mind. And the friend is God. God is in us, the mind is in us and the devil is also in us. So, it's a battle of three. We must think of it in that way and realize that those lessons are timeless and they are also relevant even now, especially with machines trying to eat the soul of man and so on. So, how do we act in those conditions? That is what you should think of. And life is one of the most important ways of doing If it talks about truth, nobody knows who is what is truth. In America, they have got facts, alternate facts, <laughs> news, fake news and so on. We are getting confused. But love comes with sacrifice. Sacrifice is very easy to describe. Why give you something and I don't ask for anything back? Because you and I are one. Have I confused you enough? (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to digest, but uh, again... This but this is not fast food, it's not bad for you. though <laughs> so I spoke fast.
4: No, there's there's still this question that remains. Uh, why is the last moment of death so important? Like, um, why is it, uh, is it... Is it true that you can do what you want in your life and only in the last moment, if you happen to, <coughs> by chance, think of the right <coughs> thoughts, you are uh, <coughs> saved?
3: See, that is a good question. But, uh, there is uh, one way of putting it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just talk from personal experience. You, let us say you are driving a car and you fall asleep. And you must uh, say, no, no, I have to go there. Mm -hmm. And then you keep going. So, death is a kind of falling asleep. And uh, if you sleep long and you say, where am I, why do how, how am I ha- happening to be here? I know this because in '68 when I went, I stopped in a place in California uh, to see a, what is called the Yosemite National Park. There are three national parks. Yellowstone is one. There's something else, Grand Canyon. And this is uh, Yosemite. I've seen the Grand Canyon and there. And those days, cars were cheap. I had a driving license. But it was late and I was very tired and I was going to sleep. It was very difficult to keep awake and say, so I have to go there. And uh, with God's grace, I came. And years later, when I was in Kalpakkam, I used to go to, sometimes to Delhi and all that. That plane will come late, invariably. And it was an 80 kilometer ride. So, the driver will say, I will have some tea, go and have some tea and then he has to drive in a lonely road, uh, all over. So, I will go on talking to him so that he doesn't fall asleep. So, here basically, uh, if I don't remember where I am going, the sleep of ignorance will come and wipe out my memory. It is as though I am travelling through time without any knowledge of my direction, something like that. You know, you have to... Uh, understand it in a larger context. Okay. This is where I am supposed to go, I am not supposed to get down from. So, uh, Otherwise, you know, it's like this, the attractions. One man is supposed to go from Delhi, Madras to Delhi, let us say. First station comes, let me go out and stretch myself, have some tea, water and all that. Then the train goes off, you wander around, <laughs> next day another train comes, you go. If you stop like that, you will reach Delhi after three years. <laughs> so we get sidetracked. You have the, to be alert at the last moment. So that you don't have to spend a punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam, punarapi janani jatare sainam, yesam sare, Those so, things
4: it, have a meaning.
1: Yes.
3: No, so if
4: thinking of God, for example, is the purest and the best thought possible mm. for your last moment. Mm. Uh, is there no redemption for people who don't believe in a God, for example?
3: No. Krishna makes that very clear in this thing. You see, uh, He says, I come in two different ways. I come via the prakriti route and I also come via the atmatic route, atmatmic route. Prakriti route is you live in the world, you come through what you call turmoil, turbulence, in, seeming injustice, and injustice, disparities and so on. It is built into it. That is because of the gunas. But you are definitely above the animals. You can think and all that. Today I was listening. It seems, if a cat sees its image in the mirror, it will think it is some other being. This is like the tiger story in Esau's fables. But if an orangutan, you put a dot here, it'll reach for it. Somehow it recognizes that mm. mirror image to be itself,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and that same is true of uh, something else—a small child, very small child. So how is it able to see the image as it? So these are—I Im- heard a very interesting talk by a scientist, mm-hmm. a mathematician actually, about uh, all these things. So, I have to get hold of that audio and book. So, how does this consciousness come from? There are all sorts of questions. And that consciousness comes via the Atma. So, I told you in your body that gunas are there. They come from Prakriti. Gunas come from Prakriti. Krishna says so. But Krishna is also there as the Atma. So, He puts the positive and negative forces within you. And that allows you to live. Both are needed. So that is the path of but, but then, in as much as actions have consequences, and actions can steer you away from uh, wrong until uh, lead you into wrong directions, the Atmic, what you call compass must be there, and that is the long and short of this. Don't forget to take the compass. You know, so uh, uh,
4: the question still <coughs> remains: like, so if. Uh, there is somebody who does not believe in a God, for example. So, they should possibly contemplate that they are one with the universal (coughs) power or something like that?
3: Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. You see, that comes after many Mm -hmm. (coughs) genmas. But Krishna gives you credit for doing something positive. I don't believe in God, not because I don't believe in God, I just have no time for God. But I worry, let us say, about nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. Okay? I worry about uh, people, children in Africa dying in thousands, uh, millions because of uh, what you call uh, tuberculosis. I ask myself what is the reason. The reason is very simple. In the Western world, due to ha- prudence and hygiene, they have abolished tuberculosis. It doesn't, It's simply not there. Tuberculosis. It, it, it yeah. is, they, they, they mean sanitation increased so in due to Western world. Okay. Mm. So, if I make a drug, I must have a market. I can't sell it in America <laughs> because the number of people dying there with tuberculosis is, is very small. Or for that matter, malaria. Whereas in Africa, thousands of, millions of children die. <laughs> so, Why will I make a drug and, uh, where, you know, and try to sell it in a country where there is uh, no money? My ac- market forces will say, don't invest money in this. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if I have a lot of money and I want to do some good, (coughs) I will invest money in this. And uh, Bill Gates was invited for to give a talk, TED talk or something. Brought a big this thing bag. He opened the bag. It was a jar. He opened the jar. Thousands of mosquitoes. (laughs) So, he started that as a point uh, to say, this is my point and he has given a lot of money and so on. So, automatically, without thinking of anything, you are trying to do good. Okay, yes. That is because your heart, you want to help the other person, like the good Samaritan. Yes. Then what Krishna will do is, he will slowly make you come up in life. And then at some point, some people, many people say, I believe in truth. Their version of definition of truth is uh, what I call limited but that knowledge will grow beyond what is truth. Mm-hmm. And ultimately it will come to some kind of Advaitam and from there what you call beyond Advaitam is uh, <laughs> Paramatma or comes and forms and so on and so forth. So he says, he gives a guarantee, I I, I don't look at the bad record of anybody. I will let you come as at your own speed but if you have got a pointed goal, I will help you move faster without any danger. So, he says, I have no enemies. And then, he also says, when you come through the Prakriti route, I will be sort of just watching you. But when I come from the Admantic road, you will be very close to me. So, from one side, I will extend my hands. From this side, I will try to push you. Okay. So, this is it. And uh, we cannot uh, straightjack at God and say, "Does if you meet these conditions, you cannot make him into a mathematical equation. <laughs> <Exactly laughs> it's, it's a feeling. So, the, the, that, no those feelings are still there. There is no merit in saying I am a <coughs> believer and I
4: follow God and lead your life the way you want. So no, doesn't.
3: all such people, ninety percent of them follow this thing. They what you call are very corrupt and cruel. You can see that in politics, especially capitalism. All of them will swear by Jesus Christ, but if Jesus Christ still sacrifice, they won't. <laughs> in fact, that thing happened. A lot of uh, uh, what you call uh, Catholics in America. They have all come from Ireland, Poland and all such places. And uh, they are staunch believers in Jesus Christ. And Christ said, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you cannot go. A camel can go through the eye of a, a needle, but if a rich fellow has not given a penny, you cannot mm-hmm. go. All that they know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when Pope said that, Pope uh, what is his name now? Pope Francis, uh, they said, uh, Pope should keep to religion, keep to not religion. Uh, <laughs> talk about politics. He does not know anything mm. about politics. They openly said that. And uh, uh, y- y- capitalism is God when it comes to life. And uh, Jesus is God when you go to the church. <laughs> mm. <laughs> then th- th- that's a, what I call a calculated deception of the mind, self-deception of the mind. I remember in one of the rooms in our college, there used to be about... The mind is very good at totally deceiving itself. Deceiving itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. those things are happening today. Yes. And therefore, we should not remove, forget the substance of this. That is eternal, timeless. Absolutely.
1: I mean, uh, Swami here is not talking about whether someone believes in God or not. All He
3: saying is good deeds. And compassion, love... I mean, love is... You know, the belief yes. in God, Yes. Uh, nobody asks the tiger to believe in God. Yes. Okay? Mm. Yes. Uh, in fact, there is a very short story by R.K. Narayan about a tiger that becomes very spiritual. Mm. So, it goes to a guru. So, one day the guru asks uh, uh, the tiger, what is your idea of a go- your God? And tiger says, "My God is a super tiger. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> its tail is so long yes. it will go around the equator mm. of the earth. <laughs> and yes. uh, its teeth are so strong it will take rocks and br- yes. crush it. Yes, and clouds can uh, uh, mm. cl- the legs can pluck clouds from the sky, planets from the sky, <laughs> and all that." Yes. <laughs> Guru <loves> laughs and said. Uh, You may be right because God can take any form and appear (laughs) before devotees and all that. So, there is the feeling that if you resonate with God, He will come in any form and so on and so forth. Uh, You may say it's all right, but the people are also ordinary people. You don't talk high philosophy. You sort of excite them and motivate them to go into the right way. That's Mm -hmm. the whole point. In fact, uh, referring to Sai Prakash's question
1: that, you know, uh, What if I just only in the last minute uh, pray to God, uh, will I not get that redemption? And Swami gives that (laughs) very humorous story of how that uh, person had named all his children Rama, Krishna, Govinda, Gopala. And he thought that, you know, anyway, in any case, I will remember my children in the last moment. And finally, he is dying and he calls Rama, Krishna, Govinda, Gopala. And finally, the moment he is dying, he says, who look after the shop? And he dies. Yeah.
3: (laughs) So, that is why Swami says... There is another story. (laughs) There is a lady... Her husband is in the corporate sector. She kept on saying, let's go on pilgrimage. She said, no, I have no time after retirement. After retirement, he becomes honorary president of Rotary Club, this, this and all that. And she said, you promised you will think of God and all that. But now you have become this thing. So, what do you mean uh, to die? I am too busy to die. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. this is all self-deception. Yes. <clears throat> That's so,
1: I think that, that's where uh, a lot of uh, to get rid of this deception, a lot of
3: discipline <laughs> is needed no, in our life. Ultimately, it is to make your mind function without yes. contamination, yes. desires. Yes, the absolutely. Mind must be the instrument of service to society. Yes, absolutely. Rather, I mean, Kennedy said, Ask not what America can yes. do for you, ask what you can do for America. Yes. It's a meaning, you find that in almost most of the Benedictine addresses, yes. even by Swami on Convocation Day, ask not what society should do for you, ask what you can do for society, you are far more indebted. In the, instead of America, has made it society. Yes. Instead of, that means human society. Yes. What do I do? And any society which is not based on morals automatically becomes a plundering society and inequity. Today, yes. that is the big problem in America. How, how are you going to gauge... Uh, wipe out this iniquity when your goal is selfishness yes. it is bound to be there. Svartam, Suprajanam cleverly they are separated. Swartham is bad, Suprajanam is okay. Now yes. that is a hocus pocus. But they don't know that. It is only Swami has pointed out and Jesus Christ's sacrifice and so that is what you must do for life. Yes, I
1: think we will move on to the next segment because okay. uh, Swami elaborates more on, on, the same uh, theme yeah, on the same theme. Marana Samayamuna
2: Jihvendriya Vasana Jeevitamantayu Rusulugudu's abhyasamulone Gadichinatlu Ruzuvagunu Marana Masannamayana Talliki Biddalug nyaptikavuchchi Putrasambandamayana Samskarame ఆమీలో బిష్టతమగా ఉండని తలంపవలను. తా నాచరించిన అసం్ాకమలై ఇతర కరమలు అన్నియు మరుగు ruzu. రజు ఈ విధమగానే జీవితములో అనేక సంస్కారమలు అంతరించి చివరకు బలమై ఏ ఒక్క సంస్కారమం నిలిచి ఉండ. ఇట్్టిదని తలంసక తప్పద. అంతయ సమయమన స్మరణకు వచ్చినదే ఫలము. Kanuka, seni puju bela, yesamskar mo droidhaga anunda valenun kori dani kanugunanga, jiwita prawa hamunu Ahu ratrulu daniwepe dhrusti unda valenun. Marana samayamanah balishtaga manasnan bhavanaye ranuna janmalo balishtaga panicheyinu. Ii sattya mane, ජීවිత యాత్రకు బయదೇరవలను. కనుక రేపటి నుండిயே నిరంతరము మరణమను యప్్తయం ుంచుకని జీవత యా్రా సద్ధావమలతో సత్య ವాక్కులతో సర్వేష్వరస్ మరణతో సాధు సంగా సంబంధాలతో పాపపపనులకు కాని దరోహ చింతనకు గాని ప్రాపంచిక వ్యమోహములకు కాని చోటివక అంతయక్షణమು పన్యమయమು పవిత్రము
0: if at the point of death, one yearns to cater to the tongue, it is proof that throughout life, one has been a slave of the tongue. Similarly, if at the point of death, a mother remembers the child and seeks to fondle it, It means the samskara of child love has been predominant in her life. It proves that all the other innumerable activities she had done have gone into oblivion. Thus, in life, what stands out in the end is one's samskara, which is stronger than the rest. One has to learn that this is what is life. The net result of all this living and toiling is what comes to memory at the last moment of life. Therefore, direct the entire current of life towards the acquisition of that samskara which you feel best for the last moment. Fix your attention upon it day and night. The feeling that dominates the moment of death works with great force in the next life. This truth must guide the path in one's journey towards a fulfilled life. Therefore, from tomorrow, always keep death before the eye of memory and engage yourself in the journey of life with good wishes for all, with strict adherence to truth, seeking always the company of the good and with the mind always fixed on the Lord. Live avoiding evil deeds and hateful and harmful thoughts and do not get attached to the world. If you live thus, your last moment will be pure, sweet and blessed. To ensure such a consummation, disciplined striving throughout one's life is inevitable. So here, in fact, as uh,
1: I was listening to this, was reminded of an article some time back. Uh, it was published in a very reputed uh, periodical. It was called The Five Regrets of the Dying. Mm-hmm. So this was basically an Australian nurse who had spent several years, nearly 12 years doing palliative care. And as she was seeing all these people die and the kind of things that that they were expressing before they left their bodies, she started putting that in a blog. She called it uh, Inspiration and Chai. And that blog became very popular. And then she compiled everything into a book. And she called the top five regrets of the dying. And uh, it's very interesting. The first one is, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected me to be. This was one regret. The second I wish I hadn't worked so hard. <laughs> I mean she was saying that so many people are finally deeply regretting that they have spent so much of their lives uh, on the treadmill of just that work existence. They didn't do anything else. Only work, work, work. And the third is I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. These people, uh, they developed illnesses because they kept so much of their resentment and all that within them and that is what they died with. And the fourth is, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. They felt that, you know, they didn't give enough time to the people, the loved ones and all that. And finally, I wish I had left, I had let myself to be happier. And she said, this was the most common impression that everyone had. Everyone felt that, you know, they didn't make happiness as a choice. They didn't choose happiness to be a choice. You know, they didn't make the choice of happiness in their lives. And I felt <laughs> everything uh, is, is such meaningful and now when you put it in the context of what Swami is telling, I mean, uh, it makes so much sense about how we should
3: lead one's life. I would say... <clears throat> of course, my bias is well known. She said, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. That work which she talked about is Rajas. Yes. So, if she said, I wish I had not been a prey to Rajas, I would have appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second a technical thing, way of saying it. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> That's the technical No, <laughs> it is the Prakriti way of saying it. I am talking about the yeah. Other way of saying it. Yeah. Mm. She's, Otherwise, she's these not are not familiar really, <laughs> with these spiritual terms. No, no. <laughs> I, as uh, Mahadeva said there was God. One of the book, Gita's uh, translation, which Gandhi Ji read, was by some man called Shastri. That gentleman was insistent on seeing Karma Yoga in every sloka. <laughs> it was mm. so sw- Similarly, if I had sa- uh, said I didn't give enough time to my friends. I would say Satya Dharma Shati Prema as the friends. Yes. So, my regret would be I wasted my life this way. So, the point is uh, I tend to see there is some spark there but if I had put it this way I would have said spiritually I wasted my life. And that is not to be criticized. You have to go through a long process of evolution. For example, you see Abhimanyu die in the war. And uh, each janma, there is a destiny. Krishna says, that was his destiny. So, you can't change that program. And it will take a lot of time for you to refine. And Krishna, Arjuna gets angry. You call yourself God. You didn't do all these things. You have changed. And Krishna says, this is Swami's side story. And uh, Swami says, I can't change. I don't know what is change. (laughs) I am changeless. It is you who have changed. Hmm. So, and even earlier when he says, I won't fight another, you fight. If you die, you will go to Viraswargami. He doesn't say, you go to this. (laughs) If you die, do what I say, that he says in the end. If you do what I say, I will absolve you of all sins. (laughs) Am, Tom, Sarva, Pape, Bi, moksha isham something like that. Because you, you say, I, you have already earmark, uh, signed their death warranty. If you don't kill, somebody else will kill. I don't care. I've got a lot of agents. But if you do it for me and respecting, at the same time, the Puranas also say, Mahabharata says, when the moment Arjuna had Krishna had given up the body, his strength was lost. That is because he was attached to the form of Krishna and that is one of the mistakes that you make. The moment uh, somebody says, oh, why should I go to Puttaprithi and all that? I can accept that, provided they say God is everywhere and act in that spirit. Whereas people come here, the moment they cross the Ganesha gate, they start thinking about this. Some people inside do this with the cell phone. I see fellows walking, all of them... Are doing this with a lot of humility, looking down. No, no, no. Uh, no it seems that is one of the complaint about uh, what is the latest uh, i model. Mm. It seems you have to do like this. They said uh, I'm used to, swipe to the, the phone. That's what, <laughs> yeah. something. Yes, mm. so. All these are totally irrelevant. These, but these are the dangers. The attractions come and so on. So at the end of the day, it'll take many janmas for you to realize this is not really my destiny. My destiny is that it will take you a long time to realize yes. that you are going. Otherwise, you are going in a forest without any... Kind so, of. is that
4: predestined or is it no. a particular choice of the no, no. soul? See, the... To accelerate his growth towards that. No, college? it's not
3: a question of a predestined. When I come to a stage where I am fed up with all these things, mm-hmm. I don't want to travel. I don't want to do this. The time that I have, what is the good I can do? You you feel uncomfortable if you have to sit through talks, this, that and everybody says the same thing. Why should I waste my time? I go and do something else. That is not a casting expression. That way of life is not for me. Okay. I, my time is important and I will see the place where I can say honestly, I have done something to please you, whatever it is, not with money or something. Then your life becomes meaningful. For example, I will say, Doctors Without Borders... They are not utterly spiritual in the sense we talk but they take they give their life. In Afghanistan there was a grievous mistake they were burnt and the hospital was destroyed and all that. But they were ready to do it. It's our duty to do it. Yes. The organization the group the, of doctors who no, call themselves also doctors similarly, bodies. A lot of the American doctors went to Africa they exposed themselves to, to, to Ebola virus and they prevented a lot of people from dying. So those are what I would call they did not ask what is there in it for me. Yes. A lot of people do that. At the time of an accident yes. or thing people spontaneously come to help. Yes, You see that everywhere even amongst terrorism and all yes. that. a lot of people come yes. spontaneously. That means the spark of goodness in you. The Vyatma Swarupalara.
1: Yes. In fact, (laughs) I'm reminded of Mother Teresa.
3: I'll sell God at any, (laughs) in the shops, in the ghat gadi, in this uh, Mm. five-star
1: restaurant. Talking about compassion and death, I was reminded of Mother Teresa Mm. where uh, uh, this uh, biographer of Mother Teresa sees that uh, she's picking up a dying man from the gutter and says, Oh my God, I can't do this for a million dollars. And Mother Teresa also says, I also cannot do for a million dollars. I will do it only for Jesus. I can do it only for no, God. she
3: says, I, can't, I won't do it for 2 million dollars. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, ultimately, it, it boils down to uh, whether our heart is working the way uh, it should work as swam, Swami says, Hridaya is, if it has to be called, heart should be called Hridaya, then it should be Hrit plus Daya. If only no, there is compassion. See, that's
3: alright. But actually speaking, heart if you identify with Atman, yes. Then there is no question of hardness. I sh- throw it away and throw the key away. I put it first in a cage and throw it away. That is the way. It is we who make a choice, and then it says, "If you want, don't want me. I'll be a specter, Sakshi Bhutam." So that uh, those, those are there are certain things you have to go through some phase. You see, a child. At some point, it loses its teeth. Then the teeth come again. At some point, again it loses the teeth. (laughs) And then you have to wear dentures and so on. So, these are the ups and downs of uh, Prakriti.
4: Very interesting um, observation made by Ramana Maharishi. I was just reading it a while ago. Mm -hmm. So, somebody asks him about sanskaras Mm -hmm. and how, um, you know, what you do stick to you. Mm -hmm. Possibly in, uh, in this birth and across birth lifetimes. And he gives the analogy of uh, somebody sleeping and waking up. So he says, when you sleep, um, you tend to get uh, dreams of possibly what you did when you were awake. But uh, the interesting point here is, uh, you are neither the one who is awake or, or the one who is asleep. The sleep happens to the same person and the awakening also happens to the same person.
3: So, he... No, that's true. See, one is caught a sleeping dream, as is called a waking dream. Yes. In fact, there is... Night dream and day dream, so as Swami used to yeah, say. Yeah, there, there is one uh, Punishitik story. I think Swami also told it. There is a fellow who goes away for some reason from his family and all that. <clears throat> and then, he comes back And just as he comes, one of his child dies. And the wife is angry, she shouts at him. And he says, you are not even shedding a tear. And that fellow says, I lost seven children in my dream. Do I weep for them first and then weep for this or weep for this and forget that? So that is highlighting this and this, there is a, uh, uh, another story related to Janaka who gets up from uh, this thing and says who am I who am I and so on yes. is this, this is true or is that true called, yeah. that is not true this is not true, true. Yes, but uh, that which is beyond both this which is yourself that alone is true so yes. there are lots of these uh, what you call small chinna kind of yes. thing Yes, but I can talk about it do I realise that this is a waking dream Hmm. If I realize this is a waking dream, then I'll say I have to conserve my resources and spend it for that which is important. Yes, That is the whole point. It's like making an investment. If I go and make an investment in a sinking ship, that is good luck. Hmm. (laughs) One way, bad luck, the other way. In fact, as uh, you were mentioning about the last
1: moment of Mahatma Gandhiji, I was just reminded of also Professor Kasturi, Swami's biographer. Mm -hmm. Uh, He left the mortal coil in August 15th. And uh, I remember uh, Mrs. Padma Kasturi, his daughter, narrating how in June of that same year, Mm -hmm. 1987, um, Swami was giving discourse and uh, um, he was in the room and suddenly he just started telling to his um, Padma Kasturi's son actually Ramesh Kasturi was there he said Kasturi is dead mm-hmm. I am Atma go and go and tell everyone Kasturi is dead mm-hmm. I am Atma and don't ask me to take food from tomorrow don't ask me to do anything Kasturi mm-hmm. is dead I am Atma and uh, from that day uh, he, he didn't want to take food he didn't want to associate himself with the world he became so quiet and so oh, Fr- Professor Fr- Kasturi Professor
3: Kasturi. Kasturi. No, Swami told Kasturi. Professor Kasturi Kasturi said Ah. he
1: had that moment of whatever awakening Mm. a few months before he passed away. This this happened in June and he left in August. Professor Kasturi.
3: but talking of that, one day when I was Vice-Chancellor I I had to take Swami to the college on Sundays. He will give discourse and all that. One day he told me many years ago i was not there but was driving the car suddenly he said Re- reverse it mm-hmm. and he said go to the general hospital and then he went there and then he said kasturi above you opened his eyes swami so he said ask somebody to bring some tumbler of water put some bayptee yes and it into his mouth yes. and closed his eyes. Close his eyes. He, went off. Mm. he told me this. He said, mm. "I I remembered suddenly that is his way of putting mm. it. Mm. So I went there and then came back. Yes, because mm. I had to come back with him mm. in the car along yes. with the chancellor. The chancellor. Mm. There are many acts which are inscrutable. Yes, one thing uh, Kasturi recorded when he went to that." Uh, what is called Konasima, Yes, uh, the east coast of uh, Andhra Pradesh as it was then, Rajamandri in such places. Yes. Uh, so, Swami went to small villages, mostly villages and He talked to them. And one day, Kasturi said, Swami, you are going and talking about Atma. All these are farmers. <laughs> what will they know? Mm-hmm. Swami so said, I am planting the seed for a birth that will take after after nine janmas so the, <laughs> unless somebody plants the seed yes. that will not be there will be no soul awakening. Mm. Mm. Uh, after i read that in somewhere it, i read it i used to come for festivals and all that and all the primary school children will be sleeping because they would have been <laughs> made to get up at 2 o'clock in mm. the morning and come. Yes. All of them will be sleeping. Yes. Un, 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 understandably, Swami mm. will be giving a discourse on yes. and Atma said, Okay, mm. they are getting medicine <laughs> sleep. <laughs> in, mm. so, so there are many things which are inscrutable. Yes. So I can't, uh, I won't, and I will not try to understand Really, I'm not a commentator. Yes. I want to take lessons which I can follow in my life. And I have to think a lot about it. Jignasu is needed. Yes. And unless that is there, that thirst to know, yes. this thing will not follow. Otherwise, I become a, what I call a narrator. Yes. And we'll we go from that to this. Yes. The most important point is how do I apply that lesson in today's world? Yes. Now that has become a very big point on the economic front on how you spend money, on investment and what I call things that benefit society and so on. You take health care. Swami's hospitals are not news. But uh, one fellow comes and he stays there for three hours. They charge 50 lakhs and also. Hmm. This daylight looting. Hmm. And now today, there is an allegation that uh, anything you buy from Amazon and whatever the other fellow is saying are a lot of fakes. That is the case against them. So, at some point, you don't mind committing murder if you can make money. In fact, uh, as you are mentioning about the hosp- So, there are these forces yes. and those forces get amplified by technology and all that. Yes. I mean, as somebody said, uh, one man in the Stone Age Wanted a letter of recommendation, mm-hmm. so Mr. Flintstone took one month to carve that letter of recommendation. It weighed ten kilos, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he walked for one kilometer. I mean, you have to carry this, you go to the next village, just letter through that thing. Is <laughs> damn it! Mm-hmm. In it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want a job. <laughs> so these are what you call funny stories. But today I can manufacture news. I can roast news. I can mm-hmm. toast news. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is terrible. Mm-hmm. They are literally trying to mine. That is one side. Other side is technology is pushing out of jobs and taking away your soul. Gandhi was very clear about it. He said, "I will not allow that to happen." Yes. So that is the point. Gandhi was the one man who lived the Gita in politics. He said that is where it is needed because he attracted hate because the devil will try to buy you, as it is there in the Jesus story so many people make a Faustian bargain that is okay devil I will do what you want what will you give for me Mm. that is how the injustice strikes when talking about news and healthcare
1: I was was reminded of once I was talking to the director of uh, Swami's uh, super speciality hospital in Bangalore and I mentioned to him that you know there is this other hospital in the city of Bangalore and they have done this one free surgery You know, uh, in in that whole maybe five years of their existence and that got so much of news coverage. You know, he's coming on TV, sharing papers, are carrying that story. Here we are doing it every day. You know, hundreds of them. I mean, every day at least we're doing 10 surgeries which are free. Why don't we go and tell the press? He said, see, if you have to do that, then we'll be doing only that. (laughs) Because that is what we are doing all the time. You know, we we are are just, we, we have to do the work. You know, for them, once in a while they do. So that's the big news. But this is what we do every day. (laughs)
3: <laughs> See, that is also, I, I, I don't want to go into all that, but when I went to New Zealand last, it was in 2012, one of my engagements was in Wellington, which is the capital of New Zealand, very windy city. And there was a Wellington Medical Center. It's a teaching hospital. New Zealand all is uh, subsidized national health care. They take care of it from cradle to grave. I was asked to speak during the lunch hour because it's very busy, nobody has any time. And uh, so, I, the, the hall was sort of three-fourths full which was quite satisfying. So, one fellow asked me, uh, he talked about Nara and Hirdealaya and so on. Yes. Uh, so, where do you stand in all that? And he said, see, India is a vast tapestry of many sheets the very rich people have very rich hospitals which make you poor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, ultimately, Narayan Hirudhaya has signed up with the Karnataka government. Yes. Whereby, they, the government gives them insurance. Yes. And that insurance money comes to them. And so, they are priced, such that, they get the money back. Hmm. And in fact, they had made a heartland planned uh, surgery something like uh, industry yeah. and pp uh, 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 america there is a public service when uh, the henry ford of heart surgery they do 80000 so the cost per surgery comes down and that is covered by this yes i said as far as this is concerned even after all this help 200 billion people fall through the safety net and as a sort of reminder, I said New Zealand's population is 5 million. I'm talking of 200 million. <laughs> okay? Which is Australia, Canada, and New Zealand put together and doubled or yes. more, more than that. Those people need a safety net. Yes. The hospital established by Sai Baba is a model. And we have so many billionaires. They can yes. easily afford to do this. Yes. But you set a model. Yes. So, at least you realize, that was a shock to them. 200 million people, where will they go? Yes. And, and uh, these things people don't yes. understand. I mean, what Swami
1: has uh, established are these uh, amazing marvels of love, amazing marvels of what compassion can be, pure love can be and as you always mentioned, that is what is Prema and that <coughs> is the lesson that uh, all of us have to take. Every chapter of uh, Prema Vahini, as Professor Venkat Raman always brings it to this point because this book is entitled as Prema Vahini, the series of articles that Swami wrote way back in the uh, mid 80s. Swami, sorry, this is in the 60s when the Sanatana Sarthi started and uh, um, Bhagwan called it Prema Vahini and we we'll, we see that every time Professor Venkatraman brings the discussion back to Prema and I think that is something that all of us need to contemplate on, to dwell on how to connect everything that Bhagwan is talking about to the practical life of leading, a life of sacrifice and love. So dear listeners uh, time is running out so we need to bring this discussion to a close now but if you have the time please uh, turn the pages of Prema and uh, do share with us your thoughts, your reflections. If you have any queries, you would be happy to discuss them in this forum every Thursday in this Vahini Satsang. So with prayers to Bhagwan, we bring this session to a close. If you have any queries or comments, as always, you can write to listener at radiosci.org. Thank you so much. Saram.
0: You were listening to an episode of our program Vahini Satsang This episode was first aired on the 28th December 2017 as part of Thursday Live from Prashanthinilam on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony This program was hosted by Bishu and Sai Prakash of Team Radio Sai Thank you and Sai Ram